Vox Quick Hits. Uh, this is Matthew Iglesias with Dara Lind and Herman Lopez from The Weeds at Vox. Uh, our question today is, uh, do more police officers mean less crime? And what do we know about this? So uh, this is something that I think that, that, you know, all of us have been thinking about and kind of looking into research on. And the academic research suggests that it's an ambivalent relationship, but there are some findings that if you reduce the size of a police force, suddenly, you know, you do see an increase in crime. The the thing about that is, and the academics are kind of increasingly vocal about saying this, that you don't see as strong a relationship there as you see when you look at how police are doing their jobs. It seems like there's a certain consensus among academics that like, yes, you could continue to parse this question, but it's much more useful to talk about not how many police officers are there, but like, what are you doing when you're sending them out for their shifts? And that's where it gets into a lot of complicated issues about what a, you know, kind of centrally designed maximal crime prevention strategy would look like versus the experience of an officer who's going out in the field who wants to believe that they're doing something meaningful and probably has particular ideas about how to best do that that might not align with the way that management talks about you know, the maximally efficient way to distribute police resources. I would uh, I would probably take a more like a bullish stance in terms of like I, I do think that the, the research suggests that more cops do reduce more crime and particularly violent crime. But I also definitely think it's true that like if you look at the the, the bulk of the evidence, the way you're deploying police officers matters more for overall crime than how many cops you're deploying. And I, I, I would speak to like the other side of the the coin as well as like even if cops are reducing crime, they might also be doing things like harassing people on the street or doing shootings or things like that that you don't want them doing. So it's kind of like a give or take, uh, some sort of balancing act in terms of like making sure that if you are hiring more cops and and that does effectively reduce more crime, you still want to make sure that you're deploying them correctly, you're holding them accountable for bad things. And that's kind of like, to, to me, where, where it seems the, the the research is trending. You know, what I think is most interesting about the, the research on this is that the, the finding from scholars who see a big impact of police force size on crime is that it generally doesn't stem from like quote unquote, solving crimes in some kind of sense, right? Like like cop shows are normally about detectives who investigate crimes and solve them. Um, and there is research about that and, and the sort of relevance of investigative resources. Um, but it's very unclear what the actual impact of that kind of investigative policing is. And it also isn't what most cops do. Um, and they are, as we've talked about in other episodes, they're not particularly effective at it. Uh, clearance rates for, for homicides are low and for other crimes they are much, much lower. Um, but it's the beat cops hanging around seems to lead to less crime taking place. Um, and then there's lots of literature and disputes about exactly what kinds of tactics produce that result and why and how they do it. Uh, but it's very different from the sort of presence of the police officer in the culture as like a crime solver. And if that being the thing, like when a crime happens, who are you going to call? Police, a uh, B-cop spend a lot of time answering calls, which also it's not really 
clear that that does anything. Um, and it's the sort of visible presence of police officers whose purpose is a little bit, I think, challenging to discern at times, um, is the thing that the research seems to indicate, you know, deters people from, from committing crimes, which in turn seem to be maybe more impulsive than you might think, um, because it's not like the police are omnipresent any, everywhere, right? But just being somewhere seems to reduce the amount of criminal activity that happens in a way that, that I think is a little unintuitive until you've delved into it. And to build on that, I think one of the funnier ways I've, I've seen this issue framed to is like, if you hired a bunch of teachers and put them on the street, would that have the same effect as hotspot policing? Because like this idea of like saturating certain blocks with cops, like to, to Matt is speaking to, and like, therefore people are just like less likely to commit crimes because cops are around. I think one of the open questions in the research is like, is that because there are cops on the streets or is that because there are just people on the streets? Like we've, we also have some other research on like, like if you have streetlights, people are less likely to commit crime just because crime would be more visible. So I think that's like an open question, but generally what we have seen in the research is just like, it's not the vision you might get of a uh, police from like a show like cops where they're like taking down these people in the middle of, of stupid and bad things they're doing, but more like, look, just having a cop around makes those people less likely to commit crimes in the first place. Right. Like the difference between putting a teacher on the street and putting a cop on the street is that like, you know, if you give somebody a gun and the ability to use lethal force and tell them that that power is like essential to community safety and then tell them to stand on a, on a street corner and not use it, you're creating a level of cognitive dissonance that like, it's not surprising, doesn't lead to 100% perfect policy outcomes and zero unintended consequences. And that tension is what, you know, can't really be addressed through research, can only kind of be addressed when you have individual local political operatives engaging with individual local police departments. I think it's also like, in terms of like framing this in the defund the police debate, I mean, a, a lot of this debate is like framed as like hiring more, fewer cops. But like, even if you kept the the rate of cops employed by a police department steady, like some of these strategies involve resources that cops don't have right now. So it might actually require boosting funds to police to make them more effective, make them more accountable. I mean, just, just one practical way that this could work is like, if you want to raise standards for police officers, say that they need to be better educated or that they need to have better credentials, you might want to increase the amount of pay they get. Otherwise, like if I go to college and I have an option of like a private sector job that pays 60,000 right out of college or 30,000 in my local police department, I'm probably going to choose a private sector job. So that's like one reason that when, when talking about the broader funding of police too, it, it's important to look at not just how many cops you're having on the street, but what you're asking them to do. To hear more, subscribe to The Weeds wherever you get your podcasts.